Welcome to Success Is Podcast. I'm your host, Phil Portman, serial entrepreneur, author, and podcast host. Whether success for you is more money, time with your family, a healthy, well-balanced life, or freedom, I'm interviewing guests and getting you the advice to make it happen. So join me as we uncomplicate the complicated, help you define success, and give you the strategies to make it happen. Hello, and thank you for joining me today on the Success Is Podcast. I'm your host, Phil Portman. Joining us today is Jenna Harrison. Jenna is a podcast host and successful business and life coach specializing in mental clarity. Thank you for joining us today, Jenna. Hey, Phil. So great to be here. So let's kick it off with what does success mean to you? So to me, success is finding your own uncommon way. So I grew up in the military and I thought that I was quite the rebel at the time because everyone there's, you know, there's a pride in the military on the fact that you do really live into the community spirit of it, right? You all wear the same uniform, you have the same sort of right goals, you are there for a certain meaning. And that's great to a point, of course. But the thing that was going on when I was growing up was that actually my mother, when my dad would get a performance evaluation way, way, way back in the day, my mom would be mentioned on that and so would his children so if there were any problems with the children right if they were acting out in any way then it might be perceived that he wouldn't be fit for command because he can't even keep his own household like together oh basically. my goodness i never hadn't that realized he, that that's yeah, yeah or that he wouldn't be um great for command because he didn't have the support of a spouse that would be able to fulfill all the spouse duties and right hold up the family side of the of the organization so there was there was quite a bit of pressure on all of us children to stay within the lines right and conform and while i never got my dad in trouble i was always rebelling against that mentally right i always was the child that was asking why well, why would we do it that way? Well, why can't I do this? And I, you know, would get the typical answer because I said so. And that just did not fly for me at the time. And so very early on, I started to look for ways to live life differently and to escape and how I would do my life differently. And I did a lot of that when I was younger. So I think I managed to find a scholarship exchange program to New Zealand, actually, when I was only about 14 or 15. And then after college, I ran off to Spain, actually worked on a nudist beach. Like I did things that were not considered typical. Sure. However, what I noticed later on is that when I went into business and I was really looking at putting my differentiated brand out into the world and really talking about what I believed in and what I stood for, the whole game changed. All of a sudden, it was much more personal. And so what I'd been doing, for instance, in corporate, I realized as I worked my way up there, it was easier for me because I could always say, you know what, if that thing fails or I wasn't the best at whatever position I was, my heart wasn't really in it anyway. Like, that's just not my thing. Like, I just need to go find my thing. But with this, all of a sudden, I was telling the world, this is my thing. This is what I'm about. And... I need to be, of course, I need to ace it. I need to knock it out of the park. I need to be the best. 
And that really put a lot of pressure on me that did not, it had the opposite effect. It didn't allow me to excel and really stand out and step into what actually makes me unique. And what I found over time with myself and my clients is just that we have so much clarity within and there's so much about us that actually will call to our clients and create much higher revenue for us if we only start to own these differences and really live into them. And there's always a ripple effect then when it goes into our life as well, because then we start making uncommon different choices in our life. Not only are we running uncommon businesses, doing things in an uncommon way, but our lives start to, we start to question everything and we start to get much closer to our truest wants and desires and live a much fuller life. It's remarkable. You know, I I'd like to dig into your travel a little bit, um, okay. especially because I think travel has just such a um, a way of growing the mind and and your your ability to even talk to people and understand the different perspectives and um, views and all that stuff and and traveling in general for me is is often life changing, especially when it's in a, just a completely different um, culture. Have you yeah. found that that shaped, you know, who you are and how you how you you do your your business now today? A hundred percent. hundred percent. I think that's what really allowed me to see that I wasn't crazy. So I felt so different growing up in the environment that I did. And as soon as I traveled outside and I could look with objectivity back at my own country and at that particular microculture that I was in, I was able to see that that's not how everyone lives, that they're you know, that there are people that think differently, completely differently, that our entire country, right, have a completely different system of government, a completely different system of values. And that felt so freeing to me, but it also let me sample ideas I had never considered for myself before. Yeah, and especially like nowadays with, you know, if you're in like a small town, you live there your entire life, and then you add in social media and the internet only showing you things that it thinks you want to see, right? Yes. You start yes. to think that that's the world and it's not. It's just this tiny little sliver of it. And then if you get out there and actually see the rest of the, you see there's different perspectives, there's different ideas, there's different everything. And it really opens up your mind, right? Yes. Like I've had people say, well, people over there, they do this, right? Or they think that way or they're, you know, and I'll say, really? Do you know them? Right. <laughs> you right. actually talk to them. Yeah. 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 No, that's remarkable. So tell me about how you, you made the leap into, you know, starting your own business. It was through the U.S. military. So my husband was active duty. Of course, when I left the military, I said, never. I'll never go back <laughs> because I grew up there. My dad was in the Navy, but. So you were was... in the military? No. 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 Okay. But you no, never go back to that life. I didn't want to be anywhere near the Got military, it. right? When I left at 18, but as fate would have it, I married into the army. Ah. So my <laughs> is active duty as well. Yes. And I say that he's very different in many ways, but also we know he's very similar to um, my dad in many ways as well, which I'm I'm happy about now I've resolved. But to get back to the story, I um, 
when my husband started moving around, the spouses cannot work overseas, even though the husbands are, or I shouldn't say husbands, but the active duty military members are stationed overseas and can obviously work there on the, on the base, the spouses can't. And so I needed to look for alternative employment because even though I was already telecommuting with my corporate job, that I, we moved to Germany and that felt like too big of a leap for them. Just the time difference and the distance, it was just too uncomfortable. So they decided to hire somebody else and it was, you know, a very peaceful parting. But I started really thinking about what I would actually want to do. And I did not know about coaching then. I started building a travel blog and everything that I learned about social media and website building and how to create audiences later fueled my, you know, my business coaching. But what happened actually was that I became enthralled with the mental leadership component of the U.S. Army, now that I could see it with adult eyes. And there was so much training and development that was going on with the, the um, senior officers that I was able to tap into that are available to spouses as well. So I actually have my graduate certificate from the, the U.S. Army War College, which is their graduate program, about leader development. And I just found it fascinating that they can take these young people from disadvantaged backgrounds, right? And then a few months later, they are a U.S. soldier, right? There is a huge, a huge shift there. What in the world just happened? And my younger self would have thought, oh, it's brainwashing. But that's not what I was seeing as an adult. There was something very, very different. And as I started to learn more about it and drill into how the army forms leaders, I saw how important identity was. And what they do is they create a very cohesive new identity for the person seeing themselves as a soldier or as a Marine. And that was fascinating to me. If they can do it, can't we all do it? Mm. Right? Can't we all tap in and create a different self-concept, different way of seeing ourselves and a different way of moving through the world? So that was kind of my entree into coaching. And I started applying the coaching to the military organizations. So that was actually my first step into coaching was actually working with leaders and teams and groups within the military. But what happened is, as I started thinking about making this a business, all of the people that I was interacting with were also entrepreneurs. And as I talked about what I did and helping people really reach uncommon goals and surpass their expectations, there were entrepreneurs coming to me. And I was investing heavily in my business because I really wanted to go big and I was learning from the best of the best. And I, of course, wanted my clients to succeed. So I would pass down everything that I was learning. And then they started calling me their business coach which was a complete surprise, but wow. that blend of the mindset and the business was creating really powerful results. And then the rest is history. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. That identity thing is interesting. Um, I recently had a, a conversation with one of my employees about that. Uh, have you ever read the book, Atomic Habits? I've heard of it. I have not read it. Great book. But one of yeah. the things they talk about in there is that your identity can't conflict with your your actions right like who True. you see right so if you identify yourself as a healthy person and you know a runner or whatever you know it, it becomes very difficult to do unhealthy things That's and that, 
identifying that is is one of the, you know one of the first steps in making um, massive lifestyle or behavioral changes and stuff. So yeah. yes, and I don't know if they if they talked about it in the book, but unfortunately, it can work against you as well, right? So Absolutely. if you have a identity about being one of the real people and not one of those wealthy snobs then you're going to do a lot to make sure you don't, your brain, your very, very smart brain will cleverly make sure that you don't become one of those people. Yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. Yep. And I, negative thoughts like that, like I need to train, trade my values to have success and things like that are, are very destructive. And I think that's kind of what you're, you're describing, right? Absolutely. That's what I work on every day with yeah. people. So right. how do you approach mental clarity and how do you help your clients achieve this in personal and business life sure i find that we have been taught to make decisions incorrectly so we have been taught that you have two possibilities you make a list of pros and cons and then you compare and contrast and that should be so easy right and it does work when you have two clear-cut possibilities with a few pros and cons for each but many of us in real life are looking at a myriad of possibilities and we can create thousands of pros and cons in our minds about each one, right? And that kind of complexity just leads to complete gridlock in the brain. And so I've, I either work with people that aren't sure why they aren't performing quite at the level they know they're capable of, and we're getting clear on what we just talked about, Phil, actually, like what are the hidden agendas going on what are what is really holding you back or i work with people that feel like they have so many ideas and they just can't decide which one to actually pursue and they know that that is holding them back because they're they're not introducing themselves as powerfully as they could at a networking event or they're not coming out on social media with a strong position because they truthfully haven't really decided they haven't decided exactly what who their niche will be for instance or they haven't made right there's some other powerful decision they haven't made they haven't decided if they want to stay a freelancer or if they want to have an agency model right if they should hire employees or if they should work with contractors right there are these decisions that they haven't been able to make and what i've found is that the clarity is always within and that it's usually the brain that is keeping you from that clarity and so the way that we love to think about uncovering the clarity is that we all say that we can connect the dots in hindsight, right? Like in hindsight, we can figure out why this happened and this and why this led to this and why, of course, we ended up doing this thing if we are truly in our aligned work that we are here to do, right? Well, those dots are always there, even if we can't see them. And so the work is really just seeing the information that's actually in front of us. And so I believe you can do that by going back through your life. I think that our brains are, are wired, our experiences in life, our unique perspective leads us to assign meaning to everything that happens in a way that, like, for instance, you may not. So you and I could live through the same event. For some reason, it would stick in my brain and you'd completely forget about it. Yeah. And that is some, there's a reason there and we can really dig into that and start to see what your true drivers are, what you really are here to do. And once you do that, it's like Simon Sinek says, find your why, right? And once you really understand what you are really about, 
then it makes your decision so much clearer. Because when you get to a fork in the road, you say, is this most likely furthering my my mission, what I want to create in the world, my work in the world, or is it this other thing? And the truth is, when you see that, you usually can find the answer. You may not like the answer because it entails doing the bigger, scarier thing than you feel comfortable with, but you can't deny it anymore. And so if you think of this as you're trying to find the perfect leaf on a tree, you could go leaf by leaf by leaf trying to find the perfect leaf. But what if you just start from the trunk and then you go up until the branches split and you stick with the strongest branch? And then from there, when the branches split, you keep following the strongest branch and you let that guide you to your leaf. I believe you'll never go wrong. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. How do you help clients identify and overcome limiting beliefs? Yes. So they're actually, the beauty is that the brain is completely malleable, even though we've been, some of those beliefs are so deeply conditioned within us that it's really hard to let go of, but actually with enough right practice and intention, you can see change. And the good news is that Nowadays, neuroscience, like our information is exploding about actually how the brain changes. And we're finding out, we used to think that you could just take a video camera. It was your memory was like a video camera looking around and you were recording everything and it was getting stored in your brain. And so if you had something like hypnotherapy, you could go back in time and you could see exactly what happened in that moment. But now we're finding out that it's a lot more like a Word document. And so if you pull up that file, there's actually edits and changes that gets made. And then when it's stored again through memory consolidation, it's saved in your archive. The next time you pull it up, you're seeing the, the most recently edited version. You're not seeing the past. And every time we pull up, not just a memory, but a an association. So, you know, maybe you got laughed at in school and then public speaking is difficult for you, right? And every time you approach that situation again, it's it's like a compounded effect, right? And your brain perceives that it categorizes it, is it? Categorizes it <laughs> as the same type of event, right? And we can see why this would happen. Back in the day when we were nomads, we may not have been in the exact same location anymore, but we would recognize that tigers tend to hang out somewhere near the watering hole on the route that animals are following, right? And if there's these same kind of conditions, we would recognize that and it would fire danger and alerts, you know, um, synapses in our brain. And so the beauty of knowing all of this is that it really proves how malleable the brain is. And so when you can bring up a situation like that, in your body, your primitive brain thinks that it's actually happening, even when you're just visualizing and thinking about it. And you can start to fire different neurons in your brain that create different feelings and emotions in your body in conjunction with that thought you're having about how scary the public speaking would be, for instance. Mm -hmm. And as you do that more and more, the brain makes the association with the happy, calm, at ease neurons in association with that thought of public speaking, then as opposed to what it used to bring up, which was the panic and the fear and the danger. 
right? And so that's just one method that we have at our disposal nowadays, thank goodness, to really um, use this, use our brain to our advantage. And as we become the CEOs of our brain, right, we can start to, our brain will take over in the good way. So all the ways that it has maybe been getting in our way, it has not been helping us, right, reach our true potential. Once we get it on board with us, it starts automatically doing a lot of the things for us so that we don't even have to think about it, right? It creates calm for us. It notices that article in the feed that actually you do need to read or that supports your belief rather than bringing up all the things that prove you can't do this. You start seeing all the evidence of the fact that you can do this, you can, right? Yeah. And it's all because your brain has different operating orders, different marching orders, you could say for the military than it previously was given yeah and that's interesting i think going back to what you were talking about with the, the two people looking at a decision that are completely different and mm -hmm. your decisions are influenced often by those events you know and i think yeah. like even getting fired from a job one person may look at it and go oh thank god you know i i don't have to work there anymore you know i <laughs> wanted to leave and the other person might look at it as oh my god it's the end of my world you know based yeah. on on those events so and it means failure right it means i'm not good enough right it can make so much meaning out of it yeah. yes absolutely. absolutely and I, so i've been i've been practicing meditation uh for a bit lately I, a lot of books and stuff i read on it and i, I really decided to, to dig into it and one of the things that i've noticed that i've been able to start doing is observing thoughts coming in mm -hmm. and 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 kind of like what you're describing and the interesting thing is it's like i'm looking at it kind of differently like nice. this isn't how i should be reacting what's you know what is the the the, the different um ways i can address the situation and for somebody like me who i didn't think i had those limiting beliefs i'm seeing and identifying them now from a, a different perspective and um so yeah, it was, it was interesting how meditation kind of kind of had that after effect for me. I, I didn't I didn't expect it really. Oh, so. that's so good. Yes, and so we start to see those thoughts and realize, wait a minute, that isn't me. That doesn't just because a thought happens in my brain, it doesn't mean that's me. It just means that's a thought. And then the same can happen with feelings. Just because my body is experiencing a feeling, that doesn't mean it's me. Right. It's not my identity that I am a person who always gets nervous in groups. No, it just means my body is having a nervous reaction to some sort of stimuli. That's all it means. Like, let's take the meaning out of it. And I think our true work in the world is really understanding what is the true and essential about us? What is the non-changing about us? And what is the part that is just all brain games that we absolutely can change and might want to change and to do so intentionally rather than just letting it happen for us because of our society or the events in our lives. That's a great perspective. Well, Jenna, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate uh, listening to you. Uh, for everyone that wants to hear more, wants to follow you, how do they get in touch with you? Sure. I am at theuncommonway.com. And all over social media, it's the same handle. So at The Uncommon Way on pretty much any, any platform. And I have a um, gift for your audience if they're interested. They can go to theuncommonway.com slash podcast 
gift. And that will give you a clarity meditation, speaking of meditation, that can help you start to unearth some of that clarity that actually is within you. And maybe just some of your fears or doubts were getting in the way and keeping that from actually surfacing. Awesome. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Successes Podcast. We'll see you next time.